condenser microphones are very 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 sensitive to sound most of them so they're used more for studio work so you need a really treated room if you're using a condenser microphone because it's going to pick up all the sounds so if you've got cars driving past it's probably going to pick that up if your room is not treated welcome to the podcast sessions with your host retendo nyamuda where we interview podcast hosts podcast producers and those within the podcast industry on today's episode we speak to the multi-award-winning sound engineer kitsu moremi when you guys started the sobering podcast it was a time where podcasting wasn't a thing as yet what is the story the story is we used to watch a lot of youtube and hot 97 at the time had all their shows on youtube which were like podcasts pretty much and we used to argue about local hip hop the way they do on youtube about their hip hop you know what i mean and initially we thought like hey man let's put it out to everyone and like see what they think about this and we linked up at the studio cuz i'm a sound engineer it's like easy enough for me and soundcloud was a big thing at the time so just recorded an episode and put it on soundcloud we didn't even have a name in the first episode how did the sobering podcast land well i don't drink and my partner at the time mukhetwa was i was getting him to stop drinking and i was like yo this is going to be a sobering experience for you so the sobering podcast that is amazing and so delve deep a little bit into the dynamics between the three of you so yeah. who are the three hosts on the po- co-host rather on the yeah. podcast um and and what are the personalities do you guys bring to the podcast because that's something that's really interesting when you watch co-host style podcasts yeah. is that everyone yeah. has their own personality so we've got three characters there's namely Mohetwa who's the wild card you know um there's Gabelo little fred aka whatever aka whatever aka mpepo in a hookah you know he's more like the industry insider with the insider knowledge and then you've got me who's more like the old school guy who's like sort of the voice of reason you know what i'm saying and we talk about hip hop like that so there's the wild card who throws in like the the street person's perspective who says things that a lot of us think but we're not going to say out loud he says them like blatantly you know what i mean so you've got gabelo who brings in like the mainstream talk you know and then you've got me who just puts it like like yo an old guy thinks this you know and that's the characters i want to dive into how to create an incredible sounding mixed podcast so first things first is tell me a little bit about your background in sound engineering well i'm a studio sound engineer So right now I service mostly the advertising industry and television. So we do some of the work on idols. If you watch idols I do like the final mix on some of their stuff. Um I studied sound engineering as a career and then I further went to a studio to go and like intern to be a studio sound engineer. So I mainly record, mix and master. And how would you explain all of that to someone who is Cuz those are also very technical terms. Record, mix. Yeah. Okay. Besides record, mix yeah. and master are quite techy terms. It is and I don't know how to layman term it. Mixing is making it sound good. 
mastering is making it sound consistent. That's a really good way to put it. What are you listening for? So you've spoken about like, you know, doing some stuff on idols, uh, doing some stuff for brands, yeah. uh, even being the sound engineer on the Sobering podcast. Yeah. Like, what, what are you listening out for? What's happening? So geez, it's a tough one to put like, if you're not in the know, I'm just going to say it like I would say to someone who knows about this. So what I'm basically looking for, especially when it comes to podcasts, is like clashing, clashing frequencies. So in your voices, I have to kind of EQ, which is equalize, that they can all be like they can all sit together, so that it doesn't sound too muddy. Because sometimes, like you know, when podcasts can sound a little loud, like really, really loud, yeah. like you don't want to hear it. Like it's it's painfully loud that's what i must make sure it doesn't happen i must make it when i master it i make it consistent so you don't keep turning the volume up and down you know what i mean so what you hear it as it comes in it stays at that level or that feel throughout the duration maybe let's look at the settings of a room because mm. people are coming into different podcast space. Some people are recording from home. Mm -hmm. Some people are recording in a studio, which is great because it's controlled. Mm -hmm. What are the elements that you would say are important to think about when entering a room to now record? So whether it's a solo podcast, mm -hmm. co-host podcast, panel discussion po podcast, what are you listening for without even turning on the mic, without yeah. even turning on equipment? What are you listening for in the room? Well, the place with le with the least uh, reflections, so that it doesn't sound reverby. And when I say reverby, it sounds like you're in a big room. You know, it sounds boomy, and that's not a it's not a nice sound. And the solo solo podcasts are the easiest because you're just dealing with one signal, so you can cut and boost, and you can deverb, you can denoise, you can deplosive to your heart's content. When it's a lot more mics. Even if I work on your mic, when I put all the mics together, you're still picking up different reflections of the room. So you might want to place like dampening agents to 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 prevent sound from bouncing off glass, especially bouncing off corners, you know. So, yeah, that's pretty much what I look at. Yeah. So you'll find me like clapping my hands everywhere just to hear if like the sound comes back. Speak to me more about those dampening agents because I've heard, especially with some solo podcasts, and I've tried it, yeah. covering myself yeah. with a blanket. With a blanket. Yeah. Doesn't work for me because I move when I talk. So <laughs> doesn't always work. How, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, if you if you if that doesn't work, you could like you could face have the like the your wardrobe with a bunch of clothes hanging behind you. So that the sound gets muffled into there. It doesn't bounce back to you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's pretty much what you can do for that. Because I know the whole like cover yourself is like you can't even read what you wrote or anything like that. It's just weird. I mean, I've helped my wife out with some of her stuff and she would like, I'd be like, just face, just face the wardrobe, you know, just do it, <laughs> you know. But she's got the advantage of me cleaning it up. So <laughs> it's not the same ball game. <laughs> Great post-production in there. Um, you spoke about the clothes in the background. Or um, any soft soft materials and that pretty much does what exactly to the audio think about it this way if if you throw a tennis ball at the wall and if you throw a tennis ball at the wall like with clothes there 
how far is it going to bounce back? It's not going to bounce back. Exactly. <laughs> this, is, this, exactly. Is, this, is, this is sound engineering exactly. 101. <laughs> you know, so yeah. Got you. That's pretty okay. much it. Okay. So That's... you're trying to avoid like bounce back of your voice. Mm. Yeah. So we've spoken about the room. Now let's go into equipment. Main differences, I guess, between the condenser microphone and the dynamic microphone. Yes. Can you explain the difference between the two and what is the best for podcasts? So the condenser microphones are very, very, very sensitive to sound, most of them. So they're used more for studio work. So you need a really treated room if you're using a condenser microphone because it's going to pick up all the sounds so if you've got cars driving past it's probably going to pick that up if your room is not treated mm-hmm. dynamic mics are more like rugged mics so and they're more directional they're mainly used for live performances and things of that nature like if you're like listening to a, a pa nine times out of ten they're using mm-hmm. dynamic mics because it's like it's directional so where it's facing that's the sound it picks up most not that it's not going to pick up some other sounds, but that's the sound it picks up most. So it's easier for you to like isolate the sound that you want from a dynamic in an untreated room. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they're usually used for vocals. So you've spoken about the room. You've spoken about the microphone. Mm. When it comes to recording or audio software, is there a preference? I use Pro Tools, but I don't record on Pro Tools. I actually record analog. So I've got a, I've got a, I've got like a small, small recorder, uh, Zoom H HN6. I just put the mics in there, record to uh, SD card, and then I take, I'll take the SD card to the studio and then mix. So I don't record with software, just because with that uh, Zoom I can record for however long I want. I could go for five hours if I've got a big enough SD card. Whereas I found when I was using software, you're only limited to how good your computer is, especially when moving around. Like at my studio, I could record forever. But like if I'm like, hey, I'm at such and such's house and I'm laptop and two hours in, it just freezes. With that said, any any software works. GarageBand, um, Logic, um, Cubase, Nuendo, YouTube, yeah. Pro Tools, YouTube, <laughs> Pro Tools, uh, which one did you, Audacity, um, so anything that can record, Wavelab, anything you can get, you can get your voice recorded on, works, okay. yeah, Fantastic. shoot, even your voice, voice memo on your phone works, if you're doing a solo podcast, mm-hmm. you know, I think Sure has a nice app that you can use on your, it works Brilliantly on iPhones. I don't know about Android because I've tried to mix someone who recorded himself on Android with the app and it wasn't great, but it works brilliantly on iPhones, you know. So, yeah, you can get that too. It's called Motive, M-O-T-I-V, sure Motive, yeah, yeah. So that's saying start with what you have, where you are is exactly it because you're saying actually at the end of the day, if you have the money to purchase the equipment, purchase the equipment, but you can record. You can record. On your cell phone. With whatever, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's go into post-production. A lot goes into post-production. How would you explain your podcast editing process? So the process starts, It the show has to start with bling bao chicken chow mein. That's what Mojato says. So cut everything before that. Put the music on there. 
luckily on my recorder, it already splits, splits the tracks for me. So I've got four different tracks. So I'm treating each track individually. So my mic, I boost and check how good I sound. Check Gabelo's mic and how good he sounds. Equalize them with each other. Make sure they're at the same level. And then play it through. Because in some parts, you might not want to hear you might not want to hear what I'm saying because I'm talking over someone. Take that out, you know. Just get the the subject the subject. Choose your subjects on different places type thing. Um, yeah, that's pretty much the bulk of the work actually. Like listening through and just choosing what you want the listener to hear more. Um, and then goes the mastering. Everything goes through a mastering bus. That's just to make sure it sounds consistent. It's at a consistent level throughout. So one incredible thing that you guys do on your podcast, which I love, is the visual aspect of it. Yes, it's a podcast and I can still go onto Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, onto SoundCloud and listen to it. But you've provided this visual dynamic to it. Um, What was the reason behind it? Because when you started five years ago, you weren't doing YouTube. So why did you guys decide, cool, let's bring in a visual aspect to it? Because... It, there was a certain animation to how people acted during the podcast. And you can't explain a facial expression to the T. You know, sometimes you have to see it to be able to laugh with us. You understand what I'm saying? And funny enough, in South Africa, they react more to visuals than just the audio. So we went from like, yeah, we're doing a couple of thousand on on spotify yeah okay cool to oh wow youtube is like surpassed completely everything else you mm-hmm. know what i mean so mm. i guess it's working mm. <laughs> yeah. and and your i guess viewership slash listenership on youtube yeah. is still higher than the other platforms yeah okay yeah very very interesting yeah. tell me about your, your camera setup because you obviously have different angles. Yes, man. <laughs> How many? What is your uh, camera setup? Do you have people behind the cameras or do you just press record and you guys go? It's both. Okay. Sometimes, like if you watch the Zuchi Coke Dope episode, I just set the cameras up. We've got three cameras. So set one on wide, set one like facing two people, set the other facing two people, and shoot. Mm. Yeah. And this obviously helps incredibly a lot with your editing process yep. because you're not editing visuals and audio separately. You're not cutting it down. Yep. So you can actually just go different camera angles yep. in the video edit. Yep. Audio edit. Got you. Yep. Wisdom. Wisdom. Okay. Okay. No, it's it's really, 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 yeah. really well done. And I mean, one thing that I don't know if a lot of people actually know is like YouTube is the second most used search engine exactly. after Google. Yeah. So if you are in the podcast space, it only helps you being on YouTube. 100%. Yeah, 100%. It it's, helps. it's just a game changer for it all. Plus, it opens you up to other things. Oh, like as what? As far as corporates go. Okay. <laughs> what do, what do you ex- People would rather see mm-hmm. than just hear. Okay. So you can have product placement if you can see me. Mm. You know what I mean? Even um, we had a collaboration with Casa Light. Okay. I don't know if you saw those because they're on, I think they're on theirs, hey. Yeah, they're on Castle Light's uh, YouTube page. Mm-hmm. So they dress the room up, put yeah. a couple of Castle Lights here and there, you know. 
got a nice check from that, but like shout out to Castle Light. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying if one wants to monetize or get some sponsorship, it broadens, get... it broadens the opportunities. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then we're going to get a little bit more technical. So coming to equipment, mm-hmm. uh, everyone has a different setup. Everyone has different. I mean, we spoke a little bit about, um, we, we spoke about mics. Yeah. We spoke about uh, editing software specifically for you guys. Yeah. Uh, what kind of mic do you use? What brand of mic do you use? Sure, SM7. Mm-hmm. That's the only mic we use. Okay, fantastic. Yeah. And you've got stands on all of them. So it's yep. a four, full mic, full setup. I hope that's proper English. <laughs> set full up, mic set up. Full mic set up. Yeah. And then it is all um, plugged into, all the mics go through your Zoom. Yeah, Zoom HN6. Zoom HN6. Yeah. And H6N, HN6, H6N, yes. And then SD card. SD card. And that's it. Yeah. Simple. It's the best way because you can move around with that setup. Mm. That's the only reason I switched to that setup. It's pretty mobile. Okay. The heaviest thing on there is your mic, your mic, and your mic stands. Mm. Everything else is like fits in my head. Okay, yeah. okay, that's really really cool. Because yeah. as you said, like it doesn't matter where you are, and you guys have recorded in various places, yeah. homes, studio yeah. setups, wherever you are, yeah. it's kind of like it works. You want to decrease the excuse of not recording, Ooh. you know. So if I can go anywhere with that, mm-hmm. that's perfect. Mm-hmm. You know, that's really really cool. Yeah. Um, not a technical question, but talk to me about your branding by far. I know you guys have been around for some time, <laughs> but I don't think anyone is doing podcast branding the way I mean, you, you think walked in. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, maybe I'm living under a rock, but I'm, I'm not. I mean, I feel like I need to get a pod- podcast sessions hoodie <laughs> and just even in the dead of. No, summer, there's also there's also some guys called uh, the Dojo, the Dojo podcast. Okay. Shout out to them. They've been doing it quite a while as well. Mm-hmm. Um, they've also got like T-shirts. They've got. Um, crew necks, mm-hmm. I think they've got golf shirts, mm-hmm. so they've also been working on the branding. Okay. It's just that with us, we really, really like took our time to make it nice, okay. nice, nice, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. And the first drop of like sweaters sold out like quickly. And uh, so, so you, you're making money from the merchandise, yeah. Yeah, uh, you have to make money. <laughs> like, yeah, if, if you're doing a podcast, mm-hmm. you're going to have to figure out how to make money. Because like we said, anything goes. There's no like, yo, you've got a thousand listeners, so you get a thousand rand. Mm-hmm. That's not, there's people with like 10,000 listeners who are not making money. Yeah. And then there's people with a hundred listeners who are making money just because they know how to move around like corporate spaces, yeah. you know? So mm-hmm. you're going to have to figure out how to make money. Mm. Yeah. So talk me through all the merchandise that you guys have and sell. Um, at the moment, we've kind of... At the moment, we still have mugs and masks for sale. Yeah. Um, crewnecks are sold out. T-shirts are sold out. Mm-hmm. Um, we might have... Because of the pandemic, it's hard to make some more mm-hmm. because... When we sold, we wanted like a, a face-to-face kind of thing. We didn't want to like sell and then you're online, buy, mm-hmm. and we deliver. No, we wanted to see you like face-to-face. Oh, you're the guy who's mm-hmm. buying our stuff. Where did you find out about the Sobering Podcast? So we have like a more like direct-to-consumer yeah. like communication and we know who our people are, mm-hmm. you know? Like for us, it was like more an exercise of more than making money. It's just, just to find out, okay, who's actually 
a sober podcast fan. Mm-hmm. You know, so the people who are like talking to you online, who are like, "Yo, I need this. Yo, I need that." You know, where are you? I'm in the Val. Okay, on Saturday I'm in the Val. Come meet me at such and such a spot. Yeah. They meet you and they like it too. They're like, mm-hmm. "Oh man," you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So that also helps yeah. in the marketing of it because yeah. now you feel like a real person mm-hmm. and they're real people to you as well. So you're not just like talking to the abyss of like this listener's yeah. title. You know, yeah. yeah. But this is this is the business of podcasting essentially. It's like uh-huh. again, it goes beyond the mic. It's like yeah. how we, how does one generate a revenue stream? And again, yep. people are still trying to figure it out. And yeah. you're just like, cool, merchandise is. I think it's a fantastic way. I mean, you know, if artists, if like musicians are selling merchandise, um, yo, why don't you? Mm. You know. Okay. And coming to my, it's pretty much my second last question is what piece of advice would you offer someone that you wish you had gotten when you guys had started your podcast? So the early days, the first, maybe the first year. Just don't stop. It's the best advice I can give. <laughs> Just don't stop, you know. You'll find your way around it. If it's meant for you, you'll find your way around it. And if it's not, hey, you'll figure it out soon enough. Just don't stop. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, and then final, final question. It's not really a question, but it's kind of just for you to share with the listeners um, where they can listen to your podcast, things that they can look forward to um, either now or in the future. You can listen to the Sobering Podcast on iTunes, well, Apple Podcasts, um, Spotify, SoundCloud, yo, any any DSP actually um, and you can view us on YouTube The Sobering Podcast so youtube.com forward slash The Sobering Podcast um, soon enough we might do actually soon enough we're gonna do a live podcast so look out for that um, yeah man there's much more to come yeah yeah pre- and that brings us to the end of our show I'm so excited to let you know that the Podcast Sessions Digital Magazine is out. The magazine is the first of its kind on the African continent, and the November-December issue features Aisha Baker, Simi Arif, and Khabo Lechora on the cover. So if you haven't already subscribed and downloaded the issue, do so at www.thepodsessions.com.